Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Miles Power here, back with another Miles Power podcast. How are y'all feeling today? I hope y'all having a great day. So I hope y'all are having a great week starting off. So hope y'all having a good Monday. Guys, second round of the, some of the semifinals of the NBA playoffs are completely finished now. And like I did with the first round, I would say what, what each team that has been eliminated needs to do to maybe get back in contention or if they need to blow it up, so on and so forth. But I don't think any team that made it to the second round needs to blow it up. I feel like they need to – it's just they're one or two pieces away from uh, maybe contending, maybe not the – well, yeah, 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 I'm tripping. Yeah, every team every team that – that has lost in the second round is maybe one or two pieces away from contending. So that, I'm talk- So you know we're gonna talk about the Nets, the Sixers, the Nuggets, and the Jazz. And guys, if you loving my podcast, make sure you share it with your mama, your daddy, your grandmama, your grandmama's uncles, brothers, nephews, nieces, granddaddies, pastors, dogs, walking cousins, nephews, daughters, wives, husbands, nephews, uncles, preachers, daddies, nephews, huns, brothers-in-laws, teachers. Aquarium workers' daughter, share it with her. You never, you know what I'm saying. Just share it. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate y'all so much. Anchor again. Thank you for sponsoring my podcast. My two monthly supporters, I greatly do appreciate y'all. If you want to be, a, if you if you want to become a part of the Miles Power family, it's gonna be a link that says support this podcast. You hit that link, give any donation of your kind. If you can't support, like I said, if you can't um, send anything, that's fine. Like I said, just share because that does more actually than actually um, becoming a part of the Miles Power family. And, and if you share. You're automatically part of the Miles Power family, too. So, God, let's, without further ado, put y'all seatbelts on. I ain't going to tell y'all again. You know how we ride. We're going to be moving pretty fast on this one. Probably going to keep it around no more than 30 minutes, hopefully. No more than 30 minutes. So, go ahead. Put your seatbelt on. I'll give y'all a minute. All right. Y'all got your seatbelts on? All right. Good. All right. Get ready to ride. Let's go. Where do we begin? Because I'm a Hawks fan, y'all know I'm a Hawks fan. I told y'all I was a Hawks fan since my very first podcast of September 8th, 2019. I think that's when my very first podcast was. All I know, it was in September of 2019. I forget the exact date, though. Anywho, uh, y'all know I'm a Hawks fan. I've been downtown. I've been down for Atlanta since, since as long as I can remember. I'm a Falcons fan, Hawks fans, United fan, Braves fan, Dreams fan. When we had a lacrosse team, I was a Georgia Swarm fan. You know what I'm saying? But, guys, y'all know I'm everything Atlanta. I represent Atlanta as much as I can. Even when I head to college in August, I'll be living in South Carolina for the next four years. Just know, even then, I'm going to represent for the ATL. I'm going to get a tattoo that makes me, everybody know it's going to be, I represent for the ATL no matter what. I'm from the 404. So, guys, we're going to start with the Atlanta Hawks. How we just beat the Sixers in seven games. Nobody believed in us unless you was probably a Hawks fan. No, Everybody doubted us. This there was the Joel and B gonna abuse cleaning this that nothing. Ben Simmons is gonna go off and this that nothing. Blah 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 this and blah 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 that. Yawn 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 yawn. So guys, in my humble opinion, and I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are gonna agree with me, Ben Simmons cannot lead a championship team. And I'm saying, Miles, what? What? How? How would you say that? Look, 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 look. It's nothing against Ben. Ben Ben Simmons is a top. When he's playing good, he's a top. I'll give him top 15 point guard in the league. So Ben Simmons this season averaged 
Ben Simmons averaged 14, 7, and 7 this year. Right? 14, 7, and 7? Yeah, 14, 7, and 7 this year. He he's he's a pass for he's a pass first type of guy. He's only gonna score if you know he can score. So he don't expect him to go out there and drop. Well, he he's done it before. He's done it before, so I'm tripping. Don't he's don't, but it's not he's he's a pass for he's a playmaker. He's a pass first type of point guard. So I mean, if he if he feel if he feels like he can get a he can help his team win by passing up a shot or this that and the other thing. If he feel like he can get Joel and Embiid, Joel Embiid involved more or Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Matisse Stiebel, Shake Milton, Danny Green, so on and so forth. If he feels like he can get that team going or get those players going, he's not going to score the ball if he doesn't have to. Like last game, well, last night he only had five points, but he had 11 assists. He had 11 assists with it. He's, he's he, he, he wants to get his guys involved. But in my opinion, Ben Simmons is not a he can he's not a point guard that can lead you to a championship. At his absolute best, at his absolute best, and I'm talking about when he's hot, not hot, but in the peak of his career, he's the number two op. No, I'm not even gonna say that. He's the number three scoring option on your team at best. And this is the peak of his career. He's the number three. He's the number three scoring option on your team. Y'all probably saying, Miles, what, what, what you mean? Look, he wasn't even the best. He wasn't even the second best player on here on the Sixers team this playoffs. It went Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, or, or some people argue it's Seth Curry. Some people argue it, it was Seth Curry. Some people say, I think, I think it was uh, Tobias Harris. Seth Curry was that. Uh, he was, he was just, he was a, he was the shooter for that team. But anywho, he wasn't. Ben Simmons wasn't even the third best player on his team. At best, he was like the fourth. It went Joel and B, Seth or Tobias, whoever you want to do it, um, whoever you want to put second or third, and then Ben. Because like I said, Ben is not a scorer. He's not going to lead a team to a championship at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sixers fans and Ben Simmons. I have nothing but respect for you. You're an amazing player with so much talent, and you're what, only 24 years old, I want to say? Yeah, you're only 24. Yeah, you're only 24 years old, man. So, look. Your ceiling is absolutely high, my man. I don't think you're going to work in Philadelphia. And Ben Simmons, I'm pretty sure, without a doubt, you know you're going to get traded. The team knows you're going to get traded. Philadelphia knows you're going to get traded. The whole NBA knows you're going to get traded. To who? I don't know. Look, I feel like the Sixers are one player away from getting over that hump. You know what I'm saying? They're only one player away from getting over that hump. Because they have Joel Embiid, who's a who's the who's a top three center in the league. He's the second best center in the league behind Nikola Jokic. So he y'all that's who y'all that's who y'all need to build around. Stop trying to build around Ben. Y'all need to build around Joel Embiid. Surround Joel Embiid by shooters. Everybody on y'all team can't be. Y'all have to have shooters on that team because after Seth Curry and Tobias Harris, who's y'all like y'all third like in the starting lineup? I'll say. In y'all starting lineup, it went Seth Curry, Furkan Korkmaz, and then Joel Embiid as y'all three. No, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris, Furkan Korkmaz, and then Joel Embiid as our three-point shooters. So, I mean, look, Seth Curry had, he had, he played good. He played amazing. But he's getting up there in age. He's 30. He's, he's, he turns 31 in August. 
So look, <clears throat> Seth Curry. He's. I feel like Seth Curry is more of a bench piece. I don't think. Looking at say Miles. What after after the series he just had? Look, you have to have scoring off the bench. I don't care where you go. You have to have that score off the bench. And I feel like Seth Curry. If y'all put Seth Curry in the lineup, yeah, he'll help your team get up in the. Uh, he'll help your team score like in the starting lineup. But if y'all don't have that score off the bench, like be honest, um, Philadelphia, when Seth when Seth Curry. Was in y'all starting lineup? Who was y'all? Who was y'all scorer off the bench? Y'all didn't have a scorer off the bench. That's what I'm trying to get y'all to understand. Seth Curry is a bench player who's he's gonna come off the bench and give you maybe 16. And when he's hot, he's hot. He can give you 16 and 17 and shoot even 20 points a game off the bench. Seth Curry is not. He does not need to be a starter. And I'm not saying he does not need to be a starter because he's a bad player. Cause don't get me wrong. Statistically, statistically. Not and not. I'm not saying he's the, he's the best three-point shooter in NBA history. Statistically, he is the statistically. Hear me out. I want you to hear. Like I really want you to hear me. I say this. Statistically, he's the best three-point shooter in NBA history. He's the best three-point shooter in NBA history. Statistically. Now we all know the best three-point shooter in NBA history is me. No, I'm just playing. The best three-point shooter in NBA history is set is Steph Curry. He's the best three-point shooter in NBA history. But statistically, it is Seth. Seth Curry is that bench piece that y'all need to help scoring off the bench. That's who Seth Curry is. If y'all want to leave him in the starting lineup and don't have scoring off the bench, be my guest. That's why y'all lost to my Atlanta Hawks 4-3. We beat y'all in seven. Because if you look at it, when Seth Curry was in the starting lineup, y'all blew an 18-point lead because he was tired. He can't play these whole minutes. Y'all blew an 18-point lead, and then y'all blew a 26-point lead. And look, watch this, watch this. I'm going to watch this. The series, that game that y'all blew, that game that y'all blew with 18-point lead, Joel Embiid had 39, Seth Curry had 36. Nobody else had double-digit points. Not Ben, not Tobias, not Danny Green, not Matisse Thibault, not Shake Milton, not Tyrese Maxey, nobody. Those were your only double-digit scores, and we came, my Atlanta Hawks came back. So, look, I say all this to say, Ben Simmons... At the if if y'all are if y'all are looking to win now, trade Ben Simmons to Portland for Damian Lillard. Y'all probably gonna y'all gonna have to give up a lot. Y'all will. I'm talking about y'all probably gonna have to give up Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybulle, Shake Milton, and maybe two or three first to Portland. Cause if y'all listen to my previous podcast, make sure y'all go listen to that. It, it, it was kind of fire. I can't even lie to y'all. The thing was kind of some heat. It was kind of some heat. I said, in my personal opinion, I feel like Portland needs to blow it up, go in a different direction, let Damian Lillard, how he's brought y'all nothing but happiness to Portland. It's, it's, it's Damian Lillard's turn to get a ring. He deserves a ring. He really doesn't deserve a ring. So, send if, if this is all, this is all if, depending on who the head coach is, it might be Becky Hammond, first the first woman to be a head coach in NBA history. So, first of all, let me clap it up for her. But that's beside the point. I feel. Like, if we're depending on who the coach is, whether it like they said it's down to two people, Chauncey Billups and Becky Hammond. So, what I'm trying to say is, if Portland decides to blow it up and trade Dame and CJ and Yusuf and go in a young direction and you know maybe be bad for a year or two so they can get some um, draft picks and then probably get back into the playoffs, send Ben Simmons, Matisse Thybul. Shake Milton to Portland and maybe two firsts for Damian Lillard. But like I said in my previous podcast, 
I'm just throwing ideas at it. I have no idea how valuable Bam, Matisse, or Shake, or these first-round picks are. I don't know how valuable they are to the Sixers or how valuable such-and-such such is to Portland. You know what I'm saying? But if it, it, it's, it's going to happen inevitably. It's going to happen. It's, it's inevitably, inevitably going to happen. Ben Simmons is not going to be in Philadelphia for much longer. I don't care what nobody says. So... I feel like y'all are just that point guard away. Unless y'all like Tyrese Maxey to start next year, you know, and then y'all can bring in. If 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 Philadelphia wants to start Tyrese Maxey next year at the point guard position, and y'all do Ben and and, and y'all can trade Ben Simmons to maybe um to Washington and have Washington build around Ben Simmons there, and you know whatever they want to do with Russ, I don't know what they want to do with Russ. It's, it's not my business. Anywho, back to what I was saying. If if if. If that's what they want to do. I have two places that I want to see Ben. Maybe three. I want to see him in Portland. I want to see him in Washington. I want. To, I might want to... Mm-mm. Yeah, no, just two places. I'm sorry. Either Portland or, or Washington. Those are the only places. And so you could bring in... Because he's only 24 years old. And I, like I said, I feel like all these teams that I'm saying with 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 like with the Sixers and the Nets and Jazz and uh Denver they're that they're just one piece away from prop from actually contending in these in the finals or contending in the NBA playoffs so send Ben Simmons to Washington get Bradley Bill if y'all can or if y'all can't get Bradley Bill try to get Paul um, Damian Lillard y'all need that those are the only two players that y'all need to try to get because Ben Simmons is not going to work in Philadelphia for much longer Moving on. Next team, I'm gonna jump to. I'm gonna jump to the West. Denver. It hurt. That hurt me. And I don't want y'all to be like, I'm not trying. I'm not that excuse dude. Where it's like, I'm not trying to give it. I'm not trying to give y'all an excuse. If you're in the NBA, apparently you know how to play the game of basketball well. So, I'm. I have that. If if I don't care if. I don't care if Jamal Murray is out. Whoever that starting point guard is, whether it's Monte Morris, Austin Rivers, Will Barton can play some point guard, or is it that that 30-year-old rookie Franco Campanzo? Whether it's him or not, depending on who the point guard, depending on who it is, you have to be you have to have that next man up mentality. Jamal Murray was hurt. Jamal Murray was hurt. So next man up, you know what I'm saying? Because you never know what's gonna happen. Like Jamal can like I'm pretty sure they didn't expect Jamal Murray to go out. And I'm pretty sure, like, whoever the starting point guard was at that time, I think it was Frank No. Frank No Campanzo started. I'm pretty sure he wasn't expecting uh, Jamal Murray to get hurt. But, hey, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You have to go into what, in my, with my mentality, when I play baseball for my school, I go into each game and each practice like I'm about to start. I don't care where you are. Whether, even though they have Jamal Murray, you have to go into that mindset of this game like you're going to start. So I don't know if Frank No had the mentality that he was going to start. Even with Jamal Murray healthy. But look, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So look, I'm not trying to give y'all an excuse. I'm not trying to say the Suns only won because Jamal Murray's out. Because no, the Suns play well. The 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 Nuggets weren't playing together collectively. Like only Jokic acted like he wanted to win that game. Because if you look at if you look at Jokic stats, he was literally doing it all. Nikola Jokic, he was like during his four games against Phoenix, he had 22, 22 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. 24 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. 32 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists. 22 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. He can't do it by himself. 
He can't do it by himself. I don't care. Like I said, I'm a, I, I love bringing up the Jordan reference because even when Jordan was his, like when he was when he was first got to to, to Chicago, and he, before he had Scotty, you had he was just known as the scorer. He was only oh he can only win. He can he's only a dude that can that can win scoring titles and this that and other thing and blah 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 this and blah 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 that and right about this and right about that. Hey man, say man. Look, based off it's it's um. Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna go to the stats. Cause after Jokic, I think their leading score was after uh mm, who who could it be? I wanna say it was maybe Aaron Gordon. No. No, it wasn't. It was Michael Porter Jr. I'm so tripping. Michael Porter Jr. had a great series. And so, Nikola Jokic averaged 30 in the playoffs. Michael Porter Jr. averaged 17. Will Barton averaged 16. Monte Morris averaged 14. Aaron Gordon averaged 11 points. Aaron Gordon, look, um, um, what's your name? What's the organization? Denver. Look, Jamal Murray going to be back next year. I expect y'all to go back to the playoffs, without a doubt. I'm pretty sure y'all be back in the playoffs next year. Look, y'all traded for Aaron Gordon, think he was going to be that power forward to help Jokic. Aaron Gordon done fell off a little bit. And I know y'all saying, man, Miles, what? Look, besides dunking, <clears throat> besides dunking, <sighs> besides, besides dunking, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, but besides dunking and getting into that hole, Denver, not Denver, Michael, not Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon is not good for anything else. He can probably he can rebound the ball. He averages he averages he averaged about five rebounds a game. You know what I'm saying? He he he, he, he he's a decent rebounder or whatever. But what I'm trying to say is I feel like I need to move on from Aaron Gordon and maybe go after if y'all are in win now mode. If y'all are trying to make that push to the finals Trade Aaron Gordon, Bobo, Aaron Gordon, and Bobo, and probably it doesn't even have to be an elite power forward. Just somebody that can match, like maybe, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh gosh, it's gonna bother me if I can't think of buddy name. Aaron Gordon and Bobo for maybe uh. Montrez Harrell. Like, honestly, Montrez Harrell would probably be the perfect fit. Perfect fit for, for, for in Denver. Because Montrez Harrell averaged, Montrez Harrell averaged this year about 14 and 6. He's like, right, Miles, what are you saying? He only averaged about three more points than, uh, three more points than Aaron Gordon. He's going to get down there and do the dirty work. He's going to, in my opinion, Montrez Harrell is a better defender than, than Aaron Gordon. And, and we all know Aaron, not Aaron Gordon, Nikola Jokic is not the, it's not he's not the best defender in the world. You know what I'm saying? He can hold his own, but he's not the best post uh post defender in the world. But Montresero, Montresero is that dude. He's he may be only 6'7, but that's the perfect size for a power four. And, and when Nikola Jokic goes out, he can start. 
at center. He may be undersized, but he can hold his own against centers. So, so that that's what I'm saying. Denver, don't panic. Trade Aaron Gordon, maybe Bobo to uh, because Aaron Gordon can play some small forward in, in Los Angeles. Because they because we all know Kyle Kuzma's gone. I don't, Kyle Kuzma, you're gone, buddy. And I'm not saying that because you're a bad player. I just feel like you've been disappointing these this like this whole year. So you're expect I expect you to be gone. So Denver, if you're in win now mode, get you a player that's gonna do the dirty work. Go ahead, trade Aaron Gordon, Bobo, and go ahead and get you uh Montrezl. That's that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Because you are with Jamal Jamal Murray gonna be back. Michael Porter Jr. is emerging into his own. Nikola Jokic, the best center in the NBA, and then Will Barton. So so y'all we have y'all have a great y'all have a team. I just feel like maybe Montrezl here was that maybe one piece y'all are missing from being away, being able to possibly get into the finals. Jumping back to the East, we got the um, uh, Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets, I really don't have much to say because I don't want to. I, I, Kyrie was Kyrie was injured. James Harden was wasn't a hundred percent, and Kevin Durant can't do it by himself. Spencer Dinwiddie already done opt out. Opted out of his um 12.8 million dollar uh player option deal. So I'm pretty sure he might he's probably gonna end up on a new team this year. Possibly, possibly Boston, possibly the Lakers, possibly he can play shooting guard, so he might end up going to Denver for real. But and anyway, that's besides the point. Maybe y'all need y'all need y'all really need to upgrade y'all bench for real for real. And like like and like cause after after Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I think y'all leading scorer was Joe Harris. And Joe Harris sold. Matter of fact, let me look it up right now. Let me look it up right now for y'all. The Nets. The Nets. <clears throat> after. 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 Yeah, after James Hart. Like Kevin Durant. No, that's the that's for the playoff. Let me look at the regular season real quick. Kyrie Irving averaged 27, Durant averaged 27, and James Harden averaged 25. After that, y'all leading score was Joe Harris with 14. Y'all have a big three, but if you have a big three, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie and James can't play off 48 minutes. Well, they can, but they're going to be tired, and then they're not going to be playing at 100% because they're tired, and then then they're not going to be able to make the shots that they normally late because they're tired. Joe Harris, don't get me wrong, Joe Harris... He's a solid small forward. He can start. I don't care. Jeff Green. Eh. Blake Griffin was fine, I guess. Blake Griffin's not the same Blake Griffin that he was. Landry Shamit was all right. He did. Yeah, he said his, he comes off the bench. Bruce Brown comes off the bench. Mike James comes off the bench. DeAndre Jordan. Spencer Dinwiddie. But, oh, Spencer Dinwiddie only played three games. I'm tripping. Oh, yeah, because he, he was out with a tear. So, and then in the playoffs, Kevin Durant averaged... 34 points. Kyrie average averaged 22. I mean, 23. And James Harden averaged 20. After that, y'all scored. Like, after them players came out, y'all leading score was Joe Harris with 11 points. So, look. I don't know if y'all need to upgrade y'all bench depth. Maybe, like I said, trade and let... Maybe. Bring in Spencer Dinwiddie to make him the highest paid backup point guard in the league. Spencer Dinwiddie is a, is a, is a, is a great... Uh, is a great point guard. Great backup point guard. So, bring in, bring in, like I said, probably bring Spencer Dinwiddie back, which I, maybe he may not because he can he can probably start somewhere else. So, y'all just need to, y'all really just need to add to y'all bench. 
because y'all have y'all have the stars with Kevin. Y'all have a big three, but James Harden, like I said, James Harden wasn't at one hundred percent, and Kyrie Irving was out. So I, I feel like I really feel like if Kyrie never got hurt and James Harden was one hundred percent, y'all probably could have beat the Bucks. But hey, that's how the, that's just how the cookie crumbles. And I'm trying to help y'all, you know, contend next year. So the best thing probably y'all to do, bring in bring in some bench depth. Bring in some bench depth. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that can electrify the crowd. Because y'all really, y'all have shooters. Everybody on y'all team can shoot. Except maybe Blake. Except maybe Blake. Yeah. Yeah. Probably about Blake. That's that's about it. But other than that, oh, yeah. And, you know, Nicholas Claxton and what's his name? DeAndre Jordan. So, and probably, mm, so if, if y'all looking for a draft, if y'all trying to draft somebody, Draft a scorer off the bench. Draft a starter that was that played in the that played in college basketball and have him be that scorer off the bench for y'all. And I'm pretty sure y'all can get back to the promised man in no time. So last team. Utah Jazz. Mm. Donovan Mitchell, I'm sorry, bro. I really am. I, I really am sorry for you, bro. You do all for this team, and 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 look. I know, and I, I thought y'all were gonna probably pull it up because they didn't have Kawhi Leonard, but y'all let a man named Terrence Mann drop 39 on your, on your dome. And Rudy Gobert, for you to be defense player of the year, don't get me wrong, he's still the best defensive center in the league. So he, you're still the best defensive center in the league. So, but I mean. During these playoffs, I mean, we're down against the Clippers game. You didn't show it. You got dunked on by a dude that's like seven inches shorter than you. So, <sighs> y'all have a great supporting cast around Donovan. I think it's time for y'all to move on from Mike Conley and maybe look for. Well, I'm not gonna say move on from Mike Conley. Y'all can keep Mike Conley. But it's time to draft a backup point guard because Mike Conley can't play forever. Mike Conley's getting up there in age. Mike Conley's like... Mike Conley got... He's getting up there in age. Mike Conley's like what? I think he's 33. Uh, Yeah, he's 33. He turns 34 in October. So I think Mike... Is he a free agent this year? Uh, I think he's a free agent this year, so... Unless y'all want to bring him back, I'll bring him back for maybe bring him back for like two years, um, two years and with a team option, and draft yourself a point guard this year that you feel that you can build around, or trade for a backup, trade for a point guard like a Monte Morris, or Spencer Dinwiddie, and then if y'all want to move Mike Conley to the bench to help be that facilitator and that playmaker on that score off the bench, and y'all can do that. So, and I mean, look. How do I say this? How do I say this? Um, y'all gave Rudy Gobert all that money, and I'm gonna say this. I, every time I think about it, it just, it just, it just makes so much sense. Utah, everybody knows y'all a small market team, so you have to retain the quote unquote superstars that you already have. Y'all like, I, like going back to John Stockton and Andre Karolinko. Andre Karolinko played in, played in Utah, right? Because I don't want to, I don't. Andre Karolinko played in a. Andre Karolinko played in Utah, right? 
Yeah, he played in Utah. So y'all, so y'all are a smart market team. So once you get superstars, you have to retain them. Cause you know, ain't no way Kevin Durant is gonna come to Utah. Ain't no way LeBron is gonna come to Utah. Ain't no way Anthony Davis is gonna come to Utah. James Harden is gonna come to Utah. Kawhi Leonard is gonna come to Utah. Unless you just won the championship and they wanna help y'all guys help you guys repeat. So y'all have to quote unquote retain the superstars that you have. Going back to John John Stockton, Carl Malone, AK forty seven, Donovan Mitchell. Look, no other team in the NBA would have paid Rudy Gobert that amount of money y'all paid him. Y'all paid a man almost forty million a year. I think it is forty million a year. Y'all paid this man forty million a year to average a double double. Look, double double is amazing. He plays the defense. He averages. He's a three-time defense player of the year. Only one of the, I think he's one of four or maybe three or four um, NBA players to win uh, defensive player of the year three times. So, congratulations, Rudy Gobert. Like I said, best defensive center in, in the NBA. He deserves his jersey retired in Utah for being the best defensive center in the NBA. Best defensive player and probably Utah Jazz history. Mm, def- defensive big man in Utah Jazz history. Three times, like I said, three-time defensive player of the year. How many blocks? How many uh? How many um? How many um? Does he have any uh block? Is he a block champion? Yeah, he has. He's a one-time block champion, two-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, five-time All-Defensive Player. One of the, he's probably for real the best y'all best defensive big man in NBA history. In in Utah Jazz history, I'm sorry, best big defensive big man in Utah Jazz history. But it, y'all y'all didn't have to y'all overpay for him because. He's the best center that y'all can get. Y'all didn't want to lose the superstar, quote-unquote, that y'all had in Rudy Gobert. Because no other team would have paid him $40 million a year to average 14 points, 14 rebounds. No other team would have did that. And I know y'all saying, Miles, he's a big man. I don't expect him to do this. You're right. But look, it's it's. I don't even think Nikola Jokic is making that. Matter of fact, let me look at Rudy Gobert's, Rudy Gobert's contract. He Rudy Gobert's contract. He's making. He has. He's got. A, he has a four-year deal with a, worth 102 million, and he has a two million, a million dollars for every All-Star team he makes. Uh, he's making. Starting, he started in his salary started in. He's got his extension. I think last year, maybe this year, last year or this year. So it's like 25 million, 25 and a half million dollars a year for this man. And let's live. We look at Nikola Jokic. I may be wrong. Nikola Jokic's contract is Nikola Jokic is on. Is, he's making about he's only making four million dollars more than Rudy Gobert. That is that. That's that. Not, I'm not saying what, four million. Yeah, four million dollars more than Rudy Gobert. Now I'm not I'm not trying to say Rudy Gobert is not a is not a great center. In my opinion, he's a top five center in the league with Nikola, Nikola, uh, Joel, Cat. Um, who's the number? Who, who's probably number four? Uh, I can't think of his. I think can't think of the other center name. Anywho, back to what I was saying. That's that that's what I'm trying to get. That's what I'm trying to get Utah to understand. The only reason y'all overpay for him because y'all know y'all can't. Y'all, y'all know y'all have to retain the superstars that y'all have. And I'm, in my opinion, Rudy Gobert is not a superstar. He's a he's he's a great player. He's not a superstar. 
But like I said, y'all overpaid for him. So and what I'm saying y'all need to do is maybe in his second to last year of his deal. Tr- Matter of fact, I don't know because I don't know if there's a team out there that's going to want this huge of a contract. And he's getting up there in age. So I don't know if there's a team out there that's going to want his contract. So, I mean, y'all, y'all are more than likely stuck with this man until his contract expires. Y'all gonna have to, y'all, y'all, you guys are gonna have to develop a Udoka as a buki until Rudy Gobert's gone. So, real talk, Utah, I don't even think it's a possibility y'all don't even make the playoffs next year. I want y'all to, but it's a possibility. A possibility. I like saying it like that. It is a possibility that y'all don't even make the playoffs next year. Not because y'all are a bad team, it's because the youngest player, like Donovan Mitchell, like he's the youngest player in y'all starting lineup. Mike Conley's 33, Rudy Gobert's up there in his 30s, Joe Ingles is up in his 30s. And then, so yeah. Bring Mike Conley back in for two more years. Draft the point, draft the point guard and let him sit behind Mike Conley for those two years. And when Mike Conley's gone, if y'all feel like he's, if you feel like you guys are, you think you guys, that you guys can develop around this point guard next to next to Donovan then do it but that's just how I think this that's what I feel about Utah Whew. guys we're gonna wrap it up I'm gonna go ahead and bring y'all back to your mama's real quick tell her I said thank y'all for hopping in my car man I'm telling y'all I had y'all seatbelts on so guys I thank you guys so much for listening um matter of fact let me go ahead and get my predictions for the uh for the for these for these conference finals give me the Suns in six Hawks in six too Guys, I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. I will see y'all after the conference finals. After the yeah, after the conference finals. And how I see, because in my and I have for the finals, it's gonna be I get I get, I have the Hawks and Suns. I would love to see Chris Paul get one, but if it's against my Hawks, Chris Paul, no. So give me if it um so the fi- my finals prediction, Hawks and Suns, give me the Hawks and seven in that series. Guys, I love you guys so much. Like I said, share it with everybody that you can. Anchor again, thank you for sponsoring my podcast. My monthly supporters, I really, really really do appreciate y'all. I love you guys. I'll see you guys probably next week. Probably talk about some NFL. Talk about, you know, mini camps done came in. Uh, Mini camps done came in. How I'm going to review each team's schedule. Well, I'll probably, what is it, 32 teams in NFL? I'll probably do eight each week. And how I'm going to do, how I feel what each team might do. I'll get a prediction for next week. Guys, I love you guys so much. I'll see y'all next week. Take your seatbelts off. Uh, Thank y'all for riding with Miles Per Hour. I'll see y'all next week. Ah!